Yo, 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 it's your boy, preacher boy. Yo, 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 it's your boy, preacher boy, and I pray that y'all are having a blessed day. I pray that the Lord is using you in every aspect of your lives. Today is Friday, y'all, and we are back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy, and it is the last episode of Chats with Preacher Boy here in Germany. But before we dig deep into this week's episode, you know we got to open up with a little word of prayer. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for this day, a day that wasn't promised, but you saw fit to bless us with, dear God. God, we want to thank you for bringing us through another week, dear God, a work week, school week, whatever week we may have had. God, we thank you for allowing us to see the weekend, dear God. Dear God, I ask that you be with us as we reflect over the things that we went through this week to see how we can do better for next, dear God. Dear God, I ask that you be with us on today, dear God, and allow something to be said that resonates on the heart of us so that we can do better each and every day, dear God. God, we thank you and we praise you and sing your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. Like I said, y'all, we are back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy, and I am excited, y'all. It is the last one in Germany, man. It's it's crazy that the time that I the time that I've been here in Germany has passed so quick. Um, I'm gonna be going back to Texas to start another adventure, but it just still feels so surreal. You know what I'm saying? Just looking back over the things that I've been through what God has brought me through, what he's brought me to, and what he's allowed me to overcome. It's truly been a blessing. Um, I need y'all to do me a couple of favors. It's a new episode, y'all know. I need y'all to share this with as many people as possible, whether it be on Facebook or if you're on Instagram and you don't see somebody on the live, share this live to your story, to, to your DMs, whatever the case may be. Share it to them. Let's get it out there because I feel, I feel in my heart that God has a message for us. I know that this message, most importantly, was for me first, but I feel like it's going to help some of us even today that are watching. So share it to them. Get it out there. Like this live up and comment where you're watching from. It is very important that you comment on today and get interactive because at the end of this episode, I got a special announcement and I'm pretty sure a lot of you all are going to like it and you're going to be excited for it. So bear with me. Stay to the end. I want you to share this with as many people as possible, and let's get this thing liked up. It's the last episode of Chats with Preacher Boy here in Germany. So with that being said, the topic, you all seen it throughout the week. Um, we got people watching from El Paso, Texas, basically Mexico. All right, I rocks with it. I rocks with it. Um, but like I was saying, um, y'all seen the post for the last couple of weeks of the new episode and what the topic is going to be. And the topic is chasing that first high. I know a lot, a lot of you probably are like, man, where, where is he going with this? You know what I'm saying? What chasing that first high and preacher boy finna be talking about it? Hold on. This, I don't think th these two things match. I don't think they align with one another and I don't see how it could correlate to what he has going on on his platform. So I'm glad you're here and I'm glad you're here to stay and I want you to just bear with me as we as we talk about some of the things that we're going to talk about on today. So first things first, what is something that a drug addict, an alcoholic, a porn addict, 
etc. all have in common? Drop it in the comments. Tell me, what do they all have in common? What's one thing that they have in common? You may list a couple of things as you're writing in the comments, but there's one thing in particular that I'm looking for. I want to see if you all are going to get it. So I'll give you all about a couple of seconds. Drop it in the comments. What do they have in common? Alcoholics, drug addicts, porn addicts. A need to be met. An addiction. Okay, yeah. So a need to be met. Addiction. We got a couple of people saying addiction. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so let's see. Let's see. What, what we got on Facebook? Anybody? What, what y'all got? What, what do they have in common? What is an alcoholic, a drug addict, a porn addict, etc.? What, what do they all have in common? Kayla Troll says, forgive me if I pronounced that wrong, but she says they're all addicts. Um, help will define what they need. Okay. So we're getting, we're getting warmer to what, where I'm trying to get at. So what they all have in common, right, is the urge to experience that first thriller high from whatever activity that they partook in. John Minister Stevenson Jr. said they're chasing the feeling they got the first time. The first time, yeah, bingo. That, in the comments, I think you meant to put, all right, yeah. But like I said, it's the urge to experience that first thrill or high from whatever activity that they partook of, right? That's what it is. That's what, that's what they all have in common. So they're looking to achieve that first experience they ever had doing whatever activity they, they did, whether it was smoking weed for the first time, sleeping with a girl for the first time, watching porn for the first time, getting drunk for the first time. They're all look, they all have that one thing in common, trying to experience that first thrill that they had. Now, as I was studying, there was something that, that I was curious about. Now, ask yourself this. How effective would you be if you chase God the way you chase that first high? The amount of blessings and doors he would open simply because you're chasing him as if it's the first time you said yes to him, to serving him, to wanting to live for him. Imagine how how blessed and victorious and successful you would be in your life if you were chasing God the same way you were chasing that first high that you ever had. See, we would be extremely successful. We would be extremely blessed if we were chasing God that same way. Because what do they all, what do those addicts usually do? They do whatever it takes to achieve that first high that they ever had, that they ever had. They jump through all sorts of hoops, um, obstacles, problems just to reach what they're trying to reach. Now, if we chase God that very same way, we would be so, we would be beneficial and successful in everything that we do. See, I remember the day that I gave my life to God. I'll never forget it. It was in 2017 of April, right? And I was in a barracks room. I kid y'all not. I was in a barracks room at my lowest point, And I was reassured in that moment that he found no pleasure in me dying. No pleasure whatsoever in me dying. And in that moment, I felt the fire like never before and felt that running in my feet that it, it just couldn't be contained. You know what I'm saying? I was excited. I was on fire. And it was, I feel like nothing could stop me. I wanted to do everything that I could for God in that moment, knowing that his son died for just for me, giving me another opportunity at life to be able to say yes to his will and yes to his way. John Minister Stephen Jr. said they ain't experienced God the way they, they've experienced. Oh, yeah. 
I don't know why it's not letting me see the whole comment. That's crazy. But um, like like I was saying, like the thing is, I was so on fire for God, right? So on fire when I first said yes. Now that first experience that I had with him, right? Imagine if I constantly was doing things to experience that very first feeling I had concerning Christ. And I'll be honest with you all. Have I done that every single day? No, I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. Have I have I chased God as effect as 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 consistently as I was doing when I was in the world when when it came to sinful activities? No, and God convicted me of that. He was showing me, "Hey, you ain't chasing me like you was chasing the money when you was trying to make a quick buck. You ain't chasing me the way you was chasing that bottle down, trying to get drunk and get crazy. You you what? You're not chasing me the same way that you chasing all the things of the world." And I felt like God just punched me in my gut when he said that. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, "Man, well, I God, I'm doing chats with preacher boy. I'm doing this and I I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do for you. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm doing it all. I feel like I'm chasing you. And he's like, no, I need you to chase me like it's the very first time you said yes to me. See, Matthew 11, 28 and 30 says this. It says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. First Corinthians 10 and 13 says, There hath no temptation taken you, but as such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may, that ye may be able to bear. See, when you experience God and you allow him to enter into your heart, it's like a fire inside that can't be contained. Jeremiah talks about it. It's like a fire. He said it was like a fire shut in his bones. Like he, he just couldn't help but get the word of God out. He couldn't, he couldn't like contain it at all. And it even talks about it in the New Testament where they were saying like they just couldn't contain it. Everything that God had put inside of them. They just wanted to get it out. Right. They were just so excited. Now I ask you, what's stopping you from chasing God? What's what's hindering you? What's what's in your life right now that's blocking you from chasing God the same way that you would chase anything else in the world? So the main scripture that I want us to focus on today is Colossians 3 and 23. And I'm going to read from the Amplified version. And it says this. It says, whatever you do, whatever your task may be, work from the soul. That is, put in your very best effort as something done for the Lord and not for men. What is that saying? What's that, what that basically is telling us is whatever you do, you need to do it as if you're doing it for God. As if God put it in your hands, physically put it in your hands and said, hey, this is the task I got for you. You need to do it as if you're doing it for him. Everything that you do, say, speak, whatever the case may be, you need to do it as if you're doing it for God. And when you do that in your mind, you're going to make sure you give him the best because you realize it's not for any other person in the world. It's for God. So it's like, oh, man, I, this is for God. I got to give him my all. You don't want to give God a, a half 
halfway uh, attempt at whatever he asked you to do. But see, a lot of times that's what we find ourselves doing. And I say we mostly spoke focusing on I because, like I said, when I was studying this, God hit me in the gut with this one. I kid you not. He checked me when it came to chasing him because he showed me I'm not really chasing him as much as I should be. See, I've learned that we desire so much from God as if he was our personal ATM with no withdrawal limits. That's how we treat God. It's always what can God do for me versus what and how can I be of service to him? What does he want me to do? But instead, it's always God, I need this. God, if you do this for me, I promise I'll do this. God, if you do this for me, if you get me out of this situation, God, I, I promise I'm going to go to church. And sometimes we find ourselves like Medea. I don't know if many of you are familiar with Medea, but there was a part where she was like, y'all got to pray for me. You got to pray for me. If I if I don't go to jail, I'm going to go to church. I'm, I'm going to go by the church. That's what she said. I'm going to go by the church. She she gets out of the uh, the charges that were against her and they driving. And uh, Cora was like, all right, Medea, you going to go to church? She said, no, I'm going to go by the church. And that's how we are. We say we say certain things. Without really meaning it. She went, she said she's going to go by the church, not in the church. She's going to just drive past it. And that's what she did. She said, at the end of the day, he knows your heart. And if you really F with him, that is true. He knows your heart. The thing is, we can't lie to ourselves thinking that our heart is different from what we're, what's actually in it. We got to be able to be honest with ourselves. See, we expect phenomenal blessings we expect the constant successes in our lives, but we provide God with a mediocre prayer life, a mediocre study time, and a mediocre fasting schedule. See, we want all these great things from God, but the stuff we give to him is haphazard. It's, it's, it's lazy actions. It's lazy behavior. It's, it's whatever we have left of our lives. See, it's not our all. We give God whatever is left instead of giving him our best. He's uh, Shaq with the shoe says, I thought she meant buy the church, like put money in that basket thing. Nah, she meant going by the church like she she going to drive past the church and that's going to be her her way of acknowledging God getting her out of the situation that she was in. See, we expect God to give ninety nine percent while we give one percent. When that's not the case at all. He meets us halfway, but instead we want God to go 99. So we, all we got to do is take that one step. And even that one step is too much for us to take. And it goes back to our personal agendas and the flesh that we aren't killing inside of us at the end of the day. Instead of killing our flesh, we feed it and wonder why we can't kill it as we should. See, when your spiritual life with God is mediocre, how do you expect to be victorious against your flesh rising up? You can't, you can't live a haphazard life and think that you're going to win spiritually against the enemy when your prayer life, your study life, your fasting life is nowhere near where it should be. Stevie.es says some people's 5% is all they can give because they're still trying to find themselves. I, okay, so I'm not knocking that whatsoever. But some people, on top of what you're just saying, some people know 5% isn't enough and they could be giving more. They're just putting their time elsewhere. See, in a, in a way, I was just like that. I was saying, well, I'm giving God this amount of time. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like I'm giving God enough time. 
But there's a statement I hold near and dear to my heart because it's very true because I apply in everything that I do. We make time for the things that we want to do. Hands down. We make time for the things we want. We'll put aside the things that we need to do to do the things that we want to do. And understanding our needs versus wants is very critical, extremely critical to the lifestyle that we live. See, but now you also must rigid. The Bible says in Colossians 3 and 3, 5 through 11, it says this. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid of yourselves all such things as these. Anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. I'm going to read that last part for you one more time, but a little bit differently. Here there is no black person, no white person, yellow, purple, or blue, but Christ is all and is in all. He didn't come just to save a, a specific race, ethnicity. He came for all of us, right? All of us. It's not limited to just one group of individuals. No. He came back for all of us and gave us all a standard. We get so caught up on the color of Jesus' skin that we're missing the principles that he wants us to apply to our lives. See, we worry about the wrong things when it comes to Jesus Christ. The main thing that we need to understand is that he came, he died, and he rose so we could have another chance at life. See, the reason we struggle so much is because our focus is in the wrong place. I'm going to say that one more time for you. The reason why we struggle so much is because our focus is in the wrong place. So I have a question for you that was asked of me. And the question is this. Are you more committed to your sin and personal desires than you are to God? Are you more committed to your sin and personal desires than you are to God. And I want you to be honest. You ain't got to put it in the comments. You ain't got to you ain't got to share your thoughts. That's fine. You don't got to. I want you to ponder that question. But I'm going to tell you what my answer was originally. When this question was first brought to my attention, I'm going to keep it a stack. I was more committed to my personal desires and sin. And y'all probably like, "Oh man, preacher boy. Oh, he geeked up. I'm just here to keep it a stack with you. I was more so focused on the things of the world, music, whatever's going on in social media, whatever the case may be. I was worried about that versus what God had for me right in front of me. As someone who isn't religious, I am fully invested in my personal desires. See, transparency. Everybody, my sin is my, my sin is my job. Grateful said S mine too. See, transparency. Hey, it's all about keeping it a stack. 
And that's, and that's exactly where I was. And, and I'm not here to sugarcoat. I'm not here to lie. I'm not here to paint this picture as everything is peaches and cream. No, because that's not what it, that's not what it's about living for Christ. How can we expect to grow and flourish if we're not willing to be transparent about the struggles that we have in our lives, about the areas that we're weak in? See, it's in our weakness when he's made strong. But the thing is, we got too much pride to admit our fallacies. And we wonder why we're in the same place every day of our lives. And see, with this, you have to be honest because God sees your heart as we were talking already. And those around you see the actions of your heart. See, I don't know what your heart is. I can't see your heart. I don't know what's in your heart, but God does. But see, the things that manifest out of the heart are shown in your actions. And Mark 7, 20 through 23 says this, and he said, that which cometh out of the man that defileth the man, for from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lavaciousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come with, from within and defile the man. All of these things come within. And this is why it's so important. We have to kill our flesh daily. But see, killing our flesh isn't easy when we're feeding our flesh with the things of the world. It makes it that much harder for us to kill it. But see, when we seek God and we're praying and we're fasting and we're studying, we're killing off the things of the world. Those things that cause us to slip up and stumble, those, those things that cause our brothers, to our, our, our brothers and sisters to our left and right to stumble, we kill those things off by drawing closer to God. The Bible says, submit yourselves therefore to the Lord, resist the devil and he will flee. Before you can resist the devil, you got to submit to God. There has been so many times in my life, y'all, where I've tried to resist the devil without submitting to God and then wonder why I, where I fail. And God just be looking at me like, and, I, and this is this is preacher boy one on one. I feel like God just be like, really, dude. You wondering why you fail? You didn't even talk to me. You ain't you ain't chill with me. You ain't study with me. You ain't ask about me. You're not trying to get clarity from me. You're not you're not seeking me for any of the choices you're facing. And you're wondering why you fail. It's your own fault. Your own fault. And see, so we need to remember this. Chase God like it's the first time you've ever chased him. It's not too late. Seek him while he can't be found because there is going to be a time when he can't be found. And at that time, we don't know when it's going to be. I don't know. I ain't, he ain't tell me. The Bible said he's going to come in like a thief in the night. When we least expect him, that's when he coming back. So seek him while he can be found. Start chasing God like you chased that, that first high that you experienced. When you gonna start pushing on TikTok, man? Honestly, I need to. I need it. One thing. One thing about grateful y'all. His content creating on TikTok is phenomenal, and I need to get like you. I'm, I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. I need to get like you when it comes to the push, pushing the content on TikTok.
But like I said, y'all, chase God like you chase everything else in the world. Chase him like you chase everything else in the world. Chase that first high that you ever felt when you said yes to God. And if you never, never, ever accepted God into your life, I challenge you to just seek him. Seek him like never before. If you truly seek God, I promise you. And I'm not talking about surface seeking. Nah, 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 nah. One thing about surface seeking, you're not going to get the answers you truly desire. Because you're going to see contradiction. You're going to see confusion. You're going to be lost. No, 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 no. I need you to dig deep. The same amount of effort that you put into seeking, seeking other things and how they work, the ins and outs. That's the same way. The same way you got to seek God. So I challenge you. Seek him while he can be found. Y'all, I'm so thankful for all the support and all the um, help, the comments, the sharing that you all do, that you have done for me while I've been in Germany. Uh, like I said, y'all, this was the last episode of Chester Preacher Boy in Germany. After this episode, um, we're still going to be active on social media. That's not stopping. But until the next setup is complete in our new house in the States. Um, that's when we'll go back uh, into our new episodes and start another season up. So be looking for the announcements. I'm excited, y'all. It's, it's, oh man, it's, it's going to be dope. I'm telling you, the things that I feel God has placed on in my heart and the people that he's connected me with, Colleen has gotten a bad rep for so long. I'll say this. It truly has. Texas, a lot of places in the States have gotten a, 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 a negative rep for so long, but I feel like God has placed me and a few other individuals to get connected to bring forth change. And the people that you're going to see me connected with, y'all going to be like, hold on, what? Because we are not the same. And that's what I'm thankful about. We all have different ideas, different approaches, different methods, and we all have a common goal of bringing forth change. So y'all stay tuned because God is going to do some crazy things in the city of Colleen, in central Texas, in the state of Texas, in the United States and throughout the world. Watch. God is going to move mightily, y'all. He is going to move mightily. I'm speaking that right now in the name of Jesus and I'm claiming it because I'm excited for what God is going to do. But those of you who have stayed this long, I got some news for you. So. With it being the last episode of Chats with Preacher Boy, I figured it would only be right for those that get active in the comments for these next couple of minutes that I give at least two people some free merch. Which I, how y'all feel about that? What y'all think about that? Some free merch. Anybody? Let me know in the comments. What which, which, which y'all think? Free, a free t-shirt? Free hoodie? Free long sleeve? What, what y'all think? Shaq with the shoes said, me and Lauren, almost there. Anybody on Facebook? I've been active, grateful, big facts. <laughs> big facts. Drop in the comments. So right now, I only see, I see John Minister Stevenson. I see Shaq with the shoes, grateful. All right. So since y'all are active, I got a question for you all. A question for you all. It's not, it's not going to be a difficult one. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's something quick and it's going to be the first one to answer. 
The first comment I see. Alright? Y'all ready? Here it go. So, what was your favorite episode of Chats with Preacher Boy thus far and why? Drop it in the comments. First one to type their response. Getting the free free merch. First one. Shaq with the shoes. He says, porn addiction because I didn't think I had a problem before. Wow. All right. I'm Let me see. Lauren, Lauren X Hope says, finish your race because a lot of times I feel like giving up. And Grateful said, the one with Tony, it was a different vibe from two different perspectives. You posted this in TikTok as well. The first one you did with Tony because the conversation between me and him. Okay, let me see. You know what? John Minister Stevenson Jr., Grateful, Lauren, and Shaq with the shoes. I need y'all to go to my website. I'm going to type it in the comments on both Instagram and Facebook. Go to my website. Tell me one item that you want from the Chaswell Preacher Boy. DM it to me on Instagram or Facebook. So I can send it to you, send it your way. For being active on today. For the last episode, that's what we're gonna do. For those of you that just joined, you missed it. Uh Grateful said, give mine to somebody, bro. I'll grab another shirt on my own. Gotta support the fam. I love it. Hey, I I love I love that. I appreciate that, my boy. I appreciate that most death. So John Stevenson. Junior, Shaq with the shoes and Lauren. If y'all heard me, y'all know what to do. Y'all have until Saturday, 3 p.m. Central Time to give me your stuff. Saturday, so this tomorrow, 3 p.m. That's love. I enjoyed the last show in Germany. Can't wait for you to get home. I'm excited, y'all. I thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate you. Um, this will be posted shortly after we get off the live. That way you can share it and push it out to everybody. Thank y'all. I want you to know that I love you. But more importantly, like I always say, God loves you more. Y'all be blessed. Yo, 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 it's your boy. Preacher.